the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're talking with Dr. Neil Shaw, who is running for governor. And and I want to talk about health and wellness you know, obviously, that's what we're, our passion is in, in terms of uh, helping people live in and buy and sell healthy homes. Let's talk about the, the COVID-19, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever you want to call it. And what do you think are the biggest challenges that we face going forward, part one? Part two, what do you think are the biggest mistakes we've made now that now that we've got the advantage of looking back 18 months? What do you think we could have done differently in, just in our own state governance that you can't, you can't deal with whatever goes on in Washington because it doesn't make sense, but in our own state and how we handle the situations here? Yeah. Well, let me answer them backwards because the second one part leads into the first. Okay. So, so what do we do wrong? You know, the, the first two weeks of this in uh, in March, we didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Are you going to believe any data that comes out of China? I'm not. Right. So, you know, if you're getting shot at, take a knee, assess, look around, see what's going on. Okay, I don't think anyone's going to go back and fault that because literally no one knew what this thing was. Mm-hmm. If, was it was it some monster disease with one percent mortality? I mean, no one knew. But then it became pretty clear from our own data, from European data, that like, okay, this was uh, a unique, and it would you know come to be understood with time that you know man created this thing in a lab, and so that's why it doesn't function like other diseases we're used to seeing in the wild. There's no other disease that has a 1,000x mortality top to bottom. 10x is normal, right? So flu flu kills uh, older people, picks off a few young kids, kills way more young kids than COVID does. Uh, but not, no one's ever seen a thousand or plus X mortality, and that that part of it was fascinating. And then pretty early on, we started to understand the comorbidities that were linked with this, and the primary one was, was obesity um, and vitamin D deficiency, but in particular obesity. And now it seems like we're getting some mechanistic understanding of exactly why that is, and you know the pro pro inflammatory state that most obese people find themselves in. And so, which, which we can, yeah, which we are like one of the highest states for obesity rates, aren't we? We're the Midwest. <laughs> You know, you know, so then, so I, you remember the day, yeah. you remember the day it came out, I said to him, I said, we are going, like the U.S. should be the worst affected yeah, because right. we're the, we're the unhealthiest. Well, we look a lot different than the mortality curves in Africa or India or other places. Yeah. And, and yeah. then, and I said, then with our obesity rates, mm-hmm. like we should be, we should have higher numbers. Right. Right. So it became pretty clear early on that you could uh, clearly delineate who was high risk and who was low risk, right? And kids were always low risk. And so civilized countries put all their kids back in school. They didn't make them wear masks. They said, your development or future economic earnings are too important. And uh, and what did we do? We panicked. We pulled our kids out. We had uh, the teachers' unions write our policies, which are anti-science, and then claim they were based on any kind of science. We damaged our children's development and their <sighs> futures. And uh, that's something we'll be, we'll be paying uh, the price for for decades to come. And they so, will, too. They will, too. We uh, Walls Cuomo'd our elderly neighbors and sent them back to nursing homes, which is the worst possible place for them. And they died as a result. We had one of the highest death rates in the country. It looks just like New York, and no one's willing to call Walls out on that. But it's a fact. 
So we completely botched the result, and then we also killed small business. You know, you could go shop at Home Depot because mm-hmm. the uh, government is in hoc to the Democrats who are in hoc to big corporate interests, but you couldn't go to a small burger shack and get a beer uh, when you needed camaraderie. You couldn't go worship in church. How savage is that when we've got big box retailers open, mm-hmm. people standing shoulder to shoulder, they're essential, and religious services are not? We screwed it up in every possible way. We did not defend freedom. We did not defend liberty. We did not defend the populace. We did not defend our children. Tim Wallace is complete an abject failure, and the weak-kneed Republicans refused to stand up. And eventually, through tireless effort, we got the emergency powers ended, but we never took them away permanently. So wait till the next crisis, Mm -hmm. and someone could do it. So fast forward to today, uh, again, we shouldn't be surprised if these folks who have been playing political science from the beginning continue to ignore actual medical science and data, which suggests that a vaccine-only strategy will lead to excess deaths. And it's been this push of vaccine-only, no treatment uh, for anybody. We're seeing increasing breakthrough hospitalizations, increasing breakthrough deaths. We're seeing the waning uh, effectiveness of the vaccines. And we're seeing that there's no possible way that the vaccines can stop the spread. You had a uh, a cruise ship, these experiments, kind of these natural experiments happening. A cruise ship, 100% vaccinated, crew and staff, (laughs) rolls back into port with a COVID outbreak. Mm -hmm. Maybe... Maybe the these things are therapeutic <laughs> and they're not. Yeah, they don't prevent infection. So um, the, 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 the part that I'm most upset about is this willful ignorance of all of the data on treatment. Early treatment saves lives. It's mm-hmm. not controversial. And if you've got people who say, look, I don't want to use fluvoxamine or ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, fine. Let's just take those off the table for a second. We've got monoclonal antibodies, completely non-controversial, 100% safe with the exception of a small risk of anaphylaxis, which we can treat, and FDA approved. Why aren't we running these things on every street corner? Why aren't we providing them to every physician's office that can safely treat an allergic reaction? Why aren't we saying, if you develop symptomatic COVID, come in the same day and get these life-saving treatments run into you? There's a complete radio silence on this. This is not controversial. The states that have used these, like Florida, Mm -hmm. have saved lives. In Minnesota, you need to go ask permission from the Minnesota Department of Health through a Byzantine process. You can't use a home test, which work, and you can't just get them running wherever you want. They are willfully killing people. Now, where has been the stress since we knew that obesity was a killer? And in fact, that vitamin D deficiency and obesity explain a lot of the the racial difference you see with the elevated risks in blacks and Hispanics. Why haven't we been messaging from the beginning, eat better food, cut down on your sugar, get out there and exercise? We shut down parks outside in the summer. You were allowed to, quote, unquote, peacefully protest, but your kids couldn't go to a park. And then we've increased the, the obesity. All of that's measurable. We've increased the one risk factor that every single Minnesotan could have been treating from day one and should have been. It has been a complete and total failure of the public health establishment and of Tim Walls. And we need governance in this state that's actually going to look out for everyday Minnesotans. The job of government should give you information and data and allow you to make a choice. Allow you to make the choice is is right there, right? I mean, that's it. We need to be able to still make the choices that, that we want to make. That's right. right. And and without being ridiculed. Without being ridiculed, shamed, you know, ostracized. I mean whatever whatever it is, right? Um and that that's that's a lot of what all we're asking, right? Right? Is just can we have a choice? Yeah. Like, don't make me do something I don't want to do, mm-hmm. right? I just wanted to touch on you were on such a roll. I didn't want to interrupt you, but 
the, you know, I, I go back to that, you know, the older, you know, yeah. population and, and their numbers as far as, you know, their passing. Well, do we ever talk about the fact that they wouldn't make it through a dental procedure? They probably wouldn't make it through the flu. They probably wouldn't make it through a hip surgery. Like they're at that point already that they're probably not going to make it through something like that. Right. You know, and and so, yes, are the numbers higher for COVID in them? Well, sure, it's because they wouldn't make it through. Well, well the, aver- the average death of someone who passed a code is beyond the life expectancy, the average life expectancy in America. So, you know, there's been a complete lack of nuance to any of this. It's, um, it's the same lack of nuance uh, from people who don't understand what they're doing, like Jan Malcolm and Tim Walls. And to be frank with you, the rest of the folks running for the, the governorship on our side, that they don't understand what this data actually means. Two things can be true at once. You can say that if you're 85 years old or you've got a number of comorbidities, the vaccines net out as a benefit. But at the same time, you can say that if you're a healthy 12-year-old, why would you get this vaccine? Mm-hmm. Why? And then they're like, oh, you're an anti-vaccine? No. I, the other vaccines we have have long-term safety data. The flu shot kills a lot more kids than COVID does. You can have these nuanced opinions on this. And again, feel free to put the opinions out there, but let people choose. They don't want that. They want power and control and uh, they don't want you making decisions about what happens to your body. Well, my, I mean, I look at a vaccine. When this is my, I'm a, just a lay guy. So I look at a vaccine, <laughs> like a polio vaccine. Okay, I got a polio vaccine. I never got polio, right? I got a polio vaccine. I've not had polio. My uncle had polio. He didn't have a polio vaccine. So I get a vaccine. I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to get COVID because mm-hmm. I got vaccine. Right. <laughs> this is the only vaccine, quote unquote vaccine, where you can get the vaccine, still contract the disease, still spread the disease, well, well, that's not a vaccine to me. Correct. What is it? It's a therapeutic, right? And and that's the way it should have been thought of and framed up in the beginning, but it's these moving goalposts of this will stop the spread. Well, it doesn't look like the data shows that. Mm -hmm. Well, this reduces hospitalization to the deaths, and then... You know this, but this won't prevent spread. So the whole idea of any type of mandate would be like, well, there's some benefit, there's some collective benefit. There isn't one. It's your choice. So if, and again, this is the thing with choice that the left doesn't understand is, I'm going to tell you you should not smoke cigarettes. They're very bad for you. The data is 100% <laughs> equivocal. Okay, you're still free to smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. All right. This is the whole idea of you know. Should you go skydiving? Probably not. But hey, man, if you want to do it, do it. I mean, this is, you know, I ride a motorcycle. Like that's, you know, probably a dumb decision, but I'm going to do it. So we live in a society where people are free to make these choices. And we support all these other ones. And yet on this one choice where there's essentially no externality, we we say that, no, 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 we're going to tell you what to do. Okay. So you you said, you know, all the things that Waltz did that was uh, for one reason or another. Is he ignoring the science or is he just ignorant of it? Uh, I think he is a political ideologue. Okay. I think the only thing Tim Walls cares about is staying in office. Okay. Look, he used to represent the 1st Congressional District. At that time, he claimed to be moderate on uh, on abortion. He claimed to be pro-gun. He gets in. He completely changes that because who's pulling his strings? The radical left mm-hmm. and the Democratic Party. So if he's ever had an original thought, he's certainly not allowed to have them anymore. Do we want career politicians who are going to be beholden to someone else, or do we want people who are going to stand up for freedom in the Constitution? And that's the choice that we have in this election, all the elections going forward. So I'm not, I mean, I look at Tim Walls, I don't see a lot of, you know, it's like looking into a cow's eyes, there's not yeah. a lot going on. <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure if he totally understands everything that he's doing, but I do think that he's an ideologue, and he's, and he's too weak to stand up to people that are telling him bad things. I, I don't know anything about the man. 
Does he have any degrees, such as yeah, you know? I think he's got a bachelor's degree. He was a teacher in, in history. I mean, you should. You should oh, okay, but not me, not not like any medical background. Yeah, but but how many morons with a medical degree have we met in the last year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anthony yeah. Fauci is number one. Okay, when we come back, right. I want to talk about. I want to talk about safe communities. When we come back, part of having a healthy home is right. living in a safe community. Yes, and uh, we certainly have uh, some interesting challenges that are afforded to us right now and in the near future. Whoever the sponsor is. Buy something from them. We'll be right back. (laughs) Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 